There is so much unpredictability in today's financial world. To successfully retire in that environment, it's so important to get on track and stay there. And that's why Steve Davis and Sean Toll of Davis Wealth Management bring you the Path to Wealth and Wisdom podcast. And joining them today to help keep you on the right path, here's Peter St. James. Does life insurance have a legitimate place in my retirement portfolio? Absolutely. I, I don't think a lot yeah. of people think it does. It, there's so many different ways you can use life insurance, um, depending on your stage in life, like how old you are, depending on your family situation, um, depending on how you, know, how you save. It, it, there's so many different ways to use it. I think the most basic way people initially consider life insurance is to provide protection for their family if something happened. Right. Okay. So if the breadwinners, which are typically mom and or dad, if something happened to them and they have kids, well, what's going to happen? You know, the, a, a child under 10 is not going to be able to take care of a house and pay the bills and, 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 and things like that. Even somebody that's 18 probably can't do that. I saw Home Alone <laughs> and Home Alone 2, and he, Macaulay Culkin did fine. <laughs> <laughs> God, that's a great movie. Um, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Um, bad guys didn't think so. But so you you so so what you would do is you you would put a life insurance policy in place there for basically replacement uh, of income. Okay. Um, if something happened to both parents, now of course this is why you should have a will, right? So and a trust if you if you need it, so that you're. You know, somebody is named to take care of your kids if if something happened to you. If sure. something happened to both mom and dad, or if it's a single parent, you know, something happened, uh, the state will step in and, and help determine what happens. So it's really important to get your affairs in place ahead of time. But that aside, the mm-hmm. life insurance will then provide that, um, let's say one parent dies, it will replace that person's income. Or if both died, it will set aside money for uh, for those children uh, to help hopefully get them through growing up and, and, and through college. So that's the primary thing yeah. that, that we start thinking about insurance for. But is, is that on a term or a whole life basis? Well, you could do either. Uh, either? There's no preference? It So it depends. Okay. Uh, a term policy means that the term of the policy is defined, i.e. it's going to last, the term will be 10 years right. or 20 years or 30 years or some number, meaning that you, you pay in every year, and after the term ends, let's say 30 years, the policy ends. Okay? Most people that buy insurance in a term policy never make a claim on it. They never, they never die within that time period. Sure. So what happens is you, you go through that term, it ends, and you have dropped whatever amount of money it is per year, and, and it's over. Right. It's like you know, car insurance. You stop your car insurance, you never made a claim. That's it. It's over. You just you stop making payments, and you no longer have insurance. Some of them are convertible uh, to whole life, and a whole life policy means, as the name implies, it's there for your entire life. The difference between the two is a term policy is typically very, very cheap versus what a whole life policy right. will be. Because a whole life policy, the insurance company is now taking on uh, more risk. They're going to be underwriting or, or, or covering you um, at the age of 80, 90, what, you know, what, what that, whatever that might be. And the likelihood of you passing away with every passing year increases. Okay, so they take on a little bit more risk, and so that's typically uh, and, and, more expensive. And you're going to pay into a whole life for years and years and years until you, it reaches a point where you've put enough in where it can pay for itself. So it can, right. So there's a, there's a cash value component yeah. of a whole life policy. And so when you, when you make your premium payment, 
um, someone's going to go to the insurance itself, the cost of insuring your life. Mm-hmm. Some of it is going to go to the basically the administrative expenses of the insurance company. Okay. Uh, and then another piece is going to go into a basically a cash account. It's going to be a, a, a pool of money that, that can grow. Uh, for you over time. And it can grow in three ways depending on the type of policy uh, you, you put your money in. Uh, one way of growing is it will just grow at a, at a, at a fixed rate okay. uh, you know, over time. Okay. Uh, another is where it will be invested. Um, you get basically a dividend um, from the uh, uh, from the insurance company every year saying, okay, you're going to get X percent uh, into your cash account. All right. That's, that's the most stable uh, way. There's really no growth. There's growth opportunity, but it's very modest. Sure. Okay. Um, another uh, way to, to, to increase that account value is through a uni- uh, indexed universal life policy. Okay. And that's similar to annuities we've talked about in the past, right. fixed index annuities, where you your money goes in and it's going to go into an account. And at the end of the year, based on the performance of the stock market, that account value will either increase as a function of the increase in the market or it will stay flat. If the market that you identify, let's mm-hmm. say the S&P 500, is negative, your account value stays flat. So you've got a little bit more upside, uh, no risk, um, nice way to do it. The third way um, is a variable uh, universal life policy, and that introduces a lot of risk to that account value. Your money, your premium still pays for the insurance. It yeah. still pays for the administration. And then what's left over goes into a uh, an account uh, where you designate how you want to invest it. It'll give you a, a series of mutual funds to invest in. They can be high risk, low risk, big stocks, <laughs> little stocks, sure. that type of thing. Um, and then that has the opportunity to grow, but you also have the opportunity to lose a lot of money uh, in that because it's directly tied to the Where does the money uh, go that grows? It stays there, and then you can then access it uh, later on in life. So that's oh, okay. another way we can okay. look at uh, policies. So those that have this account value, you can use them as a retirement income tool, uh, if you will. So you can put your money in there, and it will grow over the years. And the earlier you start with this, by the way, life insurance, the younger you are, the cheaper it's going to be. Sure. So you can put your money in there, and it will grow. And then later on in life, you can then either take the money out mm-hmm. or you can borrow the money and borrowing is the way we typically look at this. You can borrow money from that account value um, and use it to get married, uh, use it for a college education, use it to travel. Yep. You can use it for a lot of things. Typically, what I like to see are people, if you're going to do this, they use it to supplement their income in retirement because when that day comes, right. people are finding that Social Security. Yep. Does not pay all the bills. There's that gap. Yeah, there's a big gap right, between right. what you're spending and what Social Security is bringing in. So you can use Social Security, the savings in your 401k and your IRAs, and then you could tap into the life insurance um, as a tax-free loan to help you with your income. Do I have to pay it back? You don't. There you go. You don't. Yeah. But when you bring that account value to zero, right? Um, then the policy you get. Then you got to figure out. Okay, we got to put more money, and we have to start paying again. Um, right. You know. Or, or, is there a point? It makes sense if you're in your twenties or thirties or forties. Yes. Does is there a point in life where you're saying, I should have done it, but it's too late now? Oh, that definitely happens, yeah. right? Because the older you get, um, the the more expensive it can be. And um, if people are using it as protection, which is, it makes sense. And by that, I mean, you know, here's what people forget. 
if, say, you're a married couple and you're retired and you're each collecting Social Security yep. and then the husband passes away, because they typically pass away first, that your Social Security benefit is typically getting cut in half. Right. You, the higher one will remain, i.e., if the wife's was higher and his will disappear, if his was higher and he passes away, she will assume his and hers will disappear. Regardless, on average, it's cut by uh, 50%. Sure. So you can then use life insurance – uh, if you have that, um, if the spouse passes away, all of a sudden the remaining spouse will then get a death benefit to help offset the missing Social Security going forward. Life insurance, health insurance, long-term disability insurance. I mean, where does it stop? You could probably get insured anything you want. It's yeah. kind of like Vegas Well, yeah, uh, in that matter. Now, we don't partake in, you know, our focus is on helping people protect themselves and their assets. Yep. So we really look at um, health, life insurance yep. for individuals, um, Medicare. So parts uh, part C and D, right. um, we can help folks, you know, Medigap, Medi- uh, Medicare Advantage and Medigap right. type plans. Um, no, my, my and then point long-term was, care. I only have so much money. You know, I, I I would I like this, but I need long term care. I need the the Medicare Advantage. Right. It's like wow. You got to start. You got to start early. Yeah. You have to start thinking about these things early. And I, I joke at the you know we do a lot of workshops. Uh, we just did one a couple of weeks ago, and um, you know I talk. I spend quite a bit of time on long term care, and I I typically joke with folks. I say you know. Uh, first of all, you gotta you gotta read the room. Um, yeah. If if most of people are in their late sixties, you said yep. listen. Long-term care is going to be, you know, you're probably half of you. That's the statistic. Half of you in the room are going to need it at some point in time. Um, and, and I'm looking at everybody else going, "You poor guys." <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it ain't me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so most half the people in the room are going to need it, and typically nobody has long-term care insurance. And the scary part is that based on their age, they probably, unless they've got you know substantial money, it's they probably can't afford it. Yeah. You know, it's it's very expensive. The time to think about it is, you know, when you're in your 30s, you know, that's that's really the prime time. I've got other things to think about in the oh, 30s. You, you're still paying off college. Yeah. Uh, you, you you know, the kids are coming. I got the house. house. The ca- yeah. <laughs> Car payments. You know, who knows what it might be. Yeah. Um, so that's a hard conversation to have with our younger clients. I was diligent trying to put money away for my kids' college. And, okay, I need a vehicle. Oh, I need a, uh, a house. Oh, I'd like to eat. Uh, you know, there's only so much money to go around. Right. And And now in hindsight... Could I have done it? The smartest advice I ever had was from somebody who said, you're making a car payment. Yes. Uh, when's it done? It's done in two weeks. Great. Keep putting that car payment in the bank. Yes. And I you, said, what are you talking about? No, that's, I got money now. No, 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 no. You're used to paying it, and you survived. Keep taking that $300 a month or whatever, put it in the bank. Right. And I thought about it, and I said, you know, it does make sense. And so I was pretty diligent. I put like three months worth in, and then the next month I need it. So I'm not doing it. But then I put, and I just kept taking that unaccounted for money into the bank. Right. I mean, that's a great way to look at it. I wish I wish more people thought that way. Um, they, they they free themselves of the 250 a month, yeah. and all of a sudden, they're, you know, oh, oh, they may buy a new car I got and, and reintroduce money. the yeah. 250 a month <laughs> or, or go into other things. But uh, that's that's a great way to look at it. Um, let me talk a little bit more about life insurance, and, and I'll, I'll share with you why I want to do this, because we had a – I had a uh, – 
basically a, a listener, said, you know what, I really want to learn more about how I can use life insurance as a retirement planning tool. Okay. Okay. And she said, you, I, you should talk about that more. So that's what I want to do. So really, we're looking at a whole life policy that has that cash um, that cash value to it. Right. Right. If you start young, young enough, or, or what, regardless of when you start, if you put that money in, you're buying insurance on your life to right. protect your family and your growing money that you'll be at, then be able to use later in life on a tax-free basis, kind of like a Roth plan in terms of being tax-free. So if you think about this, okay. you, you're covering two really important things. You're covering expenses should something happen to you while you're raising a family or even when they're gone. You know, it could help pay off college debt or whatever it might be if something happened to you. But let's say nothing happens and you... You know, you get to retirement. Now you've been diligent putting that 250 bucks a month aside or whatever the number is. Sure. And now you've got a pool of money that will then provide you income that you can use while you still have that life insurance benefit. So you still have that benefit. If something happened to you, then your spouse would be taken care of. So it can be a very powerful tool. Um, and you can, you know, the nice thing about universal life policies um, is that they're flexible. You can increase or decrease the death benefit over time. So let's say you've got a $500,000 death benefit. So you know what? I want to be covered for seven fifty because, you know, we just had triplets. Okay, we can increase that. Or you can find over time, you know what? I don't need that much death benefit coverage anymore. Let's drop it to 250 because that's all we need. But guess what? Take that premium payment and now put more into that, right. that, cash, that cash piece, right? So it's not infinitely flexible, but it's very flexible for individuals to use. And it can adjust to their lifestyle um, as they grow. You've been listening to the Path to Wealth and Wisdom podcast, presented by Davis Wealth Management. If you have any questions, call 888-333-3818 or go online to daviswealthmgmt.com. You can also subscribe to the podcast on your favorite apps. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC, BCM, a registered investment advisor. BCM and Davis Wealth Management are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. The opinions expressed by Davis Wealth Management and guests on this radio show are their own and do not reflect the opinions of this radio station. All statements and opinions expressed are based upon information considered reliable although it should not be relied upon as such. Any statements or opinions are subject to change without notice. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Past performance cannot be used as an indicator to determine future results. Any strategies mentioned may not be suitable for everyone. Information expressed does not take into account your specific situation or objectives and is not intended as recommendations appropriate for you. Before acting on any information mentioned, please consult with a qualified tax or investment advisor to determine if it is suitable for your specific situation. This program is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with regard to subject covered.